Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day weekend, whether you were celebrating your significant other or your family or your the friends in your life. Um, hope you had an awesome Valentine's Day. But here's why you should listen. We are continuing our relationship series, and today we're talking about the do's and don'ts of dating. And the goal of this series is to bring you the best relationship content. So whether you're single, you're dating, you're engaged, you're married, there is something for you in this series. But first, let me read a review. And it says, great marriage advice. I've been married for 25 years and I love hearing from these two couples on how to win with relationships. A great episode on great marriage tips you need to listen. Thank you so much. See if I can get this right. S-J-S-N-S-N-M-S for such a thoughtful review. And that's referring to episode seven that was published back on February 9th. So go check it out if you haven't. And if you are enjoying this content and you're listening in Apple Podcasts or Audible or Podchaser, would you consider leaving a rating and review today? So thank you in advance. So my guest today is a super dope couple She is a makeup artist and a vocal coach who loves to sing. And he is an artist with a song out called Ain't Nobody Mad But The Devil. And yes, we go listen to that at the end. And he also leads worship. Both of them are alumni of the Jackson State University, located in my dear home state, Mississippi, the Magnolia State. So welcome to the show, Jordan Scott and Keetra Wilson. Thank you for having us. What it do, what it do. (laughs) yes they coming in with the energy i love it already and so (laughs) jumping right into the content but before we go too far and give the people the backstory and the context and like so kind of like just tell the people how y'all met like who shot they shot first like talk to the people okay (laughs) um so i don't i think mine is a little bit different from yours like my version of events probably is a little bit different pants but um we didn't well we went to the same high school um but we didn't meet in high school I only went there for two years but I remember things about Jordan but I don't think I ever remember seeing him there um but for whatever reason I just kind of knew he went to Murrah and I was following him on social media too I don't know I just kind of knew of him. Um, But then when we got to Jackson State, we actually formally met. And um, we pretty much took every class together because we're both music majors. And uh, we would walk to class. And sometimes we would go to Starbucks and skip class. (laughs) Love it. Keep it real. Um, And then, um, yeah, we would get so caught up in conversation that we would skip class sometimes. And... um, then uh, Jordan introduced me to a campus ministry called InterVarsity, and we started doing that every, uh, what did it start on Thursdays? We were on Thursdays at first. I think so. Yeah, we were, um, we used to go every Thursday, so uh, really, I was spending a lot of time around Jordan, so yeah. it was like every single day we had all of our classes together, and um, we were together on Thursday nights for the campus ministry, so naturally... 
<laughs> I was like, oh, this is my best friend. Like, we have so much in common. Sometimes we would like finish each other's sentences and stuff. And then I would be like, oh my gosh, like, this is my soulmate. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I would talk to my friends about Jordan and stuff. And I was like, well, no, it's not like that. It's like, it's a little phase or whatever. But then I couldn't shake it. Um, <laughs> so we had um, a mutual friend of ours. I don't know. He he started talking to me about it. Somebody and he made yes, he made me admit that I like Jordan, you know, in a romantic way. He did the same thing. And he did the same <laughs> thing to Jordan. And nobody asked him to play monkey in the middle, but he was kind of the he was the monkey in the middle. He was trying to be Cupid. Yeah. yeah. No, but man. I mean <laughs> he did it and you know, he worked the magic. I never told Jordan I liked him. Um, and I don't think he ever told me, but it was a, we, we knew and, um, we talked and yeah, it kind of fell into place. Like it was like, we don't have an anniversary or anything. It just kind of slid <laughs> on in. It was like, so I was like, I'm going to be so We mad. basically started like dating, you know, cause one time we were trying to get all of our friends to go somewhere with us and we couldn't get anybody. <laughs> and so we just went together. And that's kind of really, I feel like, when it started. Yeah, that was our first day. And it was um, like we just kind of slid on into it mm-hmm. and then just developed into a, a relationship. You know? I was so, like, I would, I just knew that it was something because I knew I would be so upset if Jordan, like, ever took any other girl to the movies or, like, if he started talking to somebody else. I was like, I wonder if he feels the same about me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was. That's yeah, we started like cutting it, other things off stuff uh-huh. like that's how you know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Man, y'all gonna make me start a YouTube channel because I wish my dear listener could just see the glow and the joy on <laughs> your faces when y'all was sharing that story. And I so like, yeah. I I know that like guys pursue but i know sometimes like in college ministry young adult ministry you know the question kind of comes up like as a girl like how do you show interest and let a guy know like so so teacher like how did you like you know maybe throw off some hints like hey i I like you what's up with that i just used to always say yes to any invitation (laughs) like we would just i don't know we would just always be together jordan knew i liked him um i think i was the first one to have the what are we conversation because I just couldn't take it anymore. Like I didn't like the possibility of, you know, him liking someone else or not being like, or me not being clear that I liked him, you know, in that way. So I was like, I don't want that to possibly happen. So I might as well just take my chances and go on and ask him like, okay, so what is this? What are we doing? Like, right. Um, so, yeah, and Jordan was kind of, you know, reluctant in a way because he was like, well, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship. And um, I had just gotten out Y'all of Y'all know a, how guys are. Yeah, yeah, I had just gotten out of a relationship maybe six months to a year mm-hmm. prior to us, like, really, like, um, talking and having that conversation. So it was a really weird or, like, it was kind of confusing because I knew I wanted Jordan for me, <laughs> but I don't know. Tell you, and I don't know. Like I feel like because I'm more, I'm I'm coming into the realization that a lot of guys um, aren't aware of their 
emotional state. So they don't know that they're like emotionally unavailable. So they always say, I'm not looking for a relationship. Definitely was like, we can kick it, um, which is not healthy. And I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. And I, I would tell any of the ladies, if you hear, hear him say that, <laughs> run. Don't do yeah. it. Because he's not ready. Yeah. He's not serious. So, but yeah. That's kind of what happened, yeah. man. Y'all dropping good advice off question one already, and so keep you with the <laughs> with the good old DTR, like defining a relationship, as Jordan said. Like, no, mm-hmm. just I'm just kicking it, or no entanglements, if you will, or situationships, and all that good right. stuff. And so, what advice and encouragement would you give to those that are dating and desire to be dating? So, two questions, but a similar answer. I would say for anybody especially if you're looking for a serious relationship, I would say you need to heal Heal first. (laughs) You need to heal first because, you know, you're look, sometimes your, your vision is so skewed by like different trauma and different um, bad experiences that you've had, you know, whether it's past relationships or just something that you've experienced in your life that, makes you a lot more hypersensitive to, you know, different things. Um, and it's, it's just really important that you see somebody about, you know, your mental health. It's, it's very important because some of us have some bad habits and triggers Come on. that are, are toxic for the relationship. And of course, it's really just a defense mechanism for you as a person, because we build up these different calluses around different things that have happened in our life. So we prevent ourselves from experiencing the hurt and pain from them again. But in a relationship that doesn't work when you're trying to give yourself to somebody or you're trying to get them, they're trying to get to know you in different ways. Um, Not just, you know, you know how to have fun, but do you know how to have a real conversation? Do you know how to empathize with me? Do you know how to think about me? on a different level? Do you have uh, plans, you know, your future plan, things like that. I would, and you got to heal. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of uh, what we were kind of referring to um, with our relationship. I wasn't in a healed place. Um, and so I wasn't emotionally available for a relationship. I, ca- I knew I liked her. I mean, we both knew we liked each other, but I was like, I think I was really afraid um, Mm. to be in a relationship. And so like I wasn't trusting at all. So I was just really kind of pushing her away a lot, you know, and that's just not healthy for a relationship at all, pushing somebody away. Um, So that's, that's the biggest thing. I think, you know, what would you say? I would say heal first and um, try to figure out, you know, even if you don't think anything is wrong, you know, go on live. If you hear someone say, you know, it's not good to be emotionally unavailable. If you don't know if you're emotionally unavailable or not, like go online, look at what some uh, psychologists have said about emotionally unavailable people. See if you fit the bill, you know, um, see, um, try to ask the questions, like ask questions about yourself. Like, how do I handle situations? be vulnerable enough to take a chance yeah um definitely because you if you go in with uh bitterness and unforgiveness already toward a person that 
you know, hasn't even had the chance to do anything to you or do anything bad or, you know, if they haven't done anything at all, but say, you know, hey, I like you. I care about you. I want to be with you. And you're going in with bitterness and unforgiveness. It's like you're frying them in somebody else's grease and it's not (laughs) you frying them in old grease and it's not. um, It just it won't make for a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. or um, it just. Yeah, it won't make for a healthy relationship. It's not healthy at all. Um, yeah, I would say take a chance, really try to try to take a chance on being vulnerable Yeah, because in the end, it's only gonna help. Yeah, it's only gonna help the relationship. I feel like a lot of times people are so afraid to be vulnerable because when they were vulnerable, somebody hurt them. And so they, they are not going, especially guys, they, they get hurt one time. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's over with. We get hurt one. It's time. over with. I, I got hurt in the sixth grade and didn't realize it until college. Mm. And so it's wow. real. I would say that to anybody. Anybody that's watching, you need to Reacting. go back and and see if you've gotten hurt, and then see if it's affecting your relationship or your yeah. ability to um, be vulnerable and open and listen and love. Because yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's happening. Yeah, yeah we can. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. We can start right now because they have given you enough to chew on to go ahead and heal. And so like whether that's through prayer or through counseling, oh, yeah. as Keetra also brought up and yeah. shout out to some of uh, my Instagram friends. I remember one one follower, Shorty underscore 16. I was asking for great um, marriage advice and relationship advice. She was like premarital counseling. So you can start yeah. the foundation off. You can start the foundation of the marriage on the right side. And then another IG follower. Dancy Laney Beth, um, shout out to you, said go to individual and couples counseling. So I'm so glad that y'all brought that up Very about true. taking care of your heart, which is yes. what you said, Jordan, getting healed, that emotional mm-hmm. aspect. And then Keith, you brought it up, um, getting your mental right, getting your, your brain right. And just whether that looks like, you know, going online and looking up some terms mm-hmm. that people have, have called you or whether it's actually going to um, to counsel. So all that was good. And so like yes. on the, the other side of that, as we talk about the do's of dating, what about like some of the don't? Don't go in with bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. That's the first don't. I have to think on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess uh, I would say don't forget to pray like mm. throughout the relationship. You know, um, I know sometimes we can get comfortable in relationships and then we're not really allowing God to 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 be in the middle of it. So if God ain't in the middle of it, the devil is waiting. Mm-hmm. He's right. waiting, you know. So if you're uh, a Christian, if you're uh, Christian dating, I would say uh, just make sure you're. you're it sounds cliche, but you really got to keep God first. Or you gonna you gonna mess yourself up because yeah. it's you know it's not it's not easy to be a Christian and and date. It's it's really not easy. Not the way the world dates. Of course, people say you need to have sex before you get married because how do you know them? Before you, you need to married. live together before you get married. Go there, yeah. But that's just not. That's just not the way God and you know wants it. I mean, it, it may, it may you know make sense to them, you know. Um, but waiting gives, um, honestly, gives men more incentive to step up, um, and that's just for the ladies, like. You got to create boundaries so that he won't get comfortable. Yes, because 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was saying that I was like, you know, I totally get if you if you have like hard times financially, if you feel unsafe, you know, um, yeah. sometimes yeah, you know true. that would be um, a thing where yeah. I would be able to understand sometimes why yeah. people move in with their spouse before they get married, um, but. Remember that it's not just about like creating an atmosphere where you can spend quality time all the time. Like that's not it. To me, it's like giving someone total and complete access to you 24 hours a day. You have to tell them where you're going when you leave. You have to tell them where you've been when you come home. They can call you wherever you are. They know whether you're at home or not because they might have your location on or whatever. But um, if they're at home and you're not at home, they know you're not at home. And <laughs> um, it's like all, all of the things that you, I mean, even That's the marriage. small stuff, all the stuff you bought from the store, your toothbrush. I mean, you literally give them access to Every single part of you, this private is, and public, all the time. And you're giving up a lot for someone who, you know, may or may not make that same commitment to you. Right. Because I, I feel like this is why our generation really doesn't like value marriage. They like marriage is and on why would you get married? They, they don't they don't understand. It's like yeah. I mean, because I see those type of comments all the time. I'm always on Twitter. They don't really see the value in marriage. But a lot of it is because they're not waiting to do what you're intended to do while you're married. Come on. People buy stuff together. They, you know, um, they're just operating in marriage without the actual commitment. Because when you make that commitment, you you take on a lot of responsibility when it comes to being married. Um, so that it's harder to leave the marriage, you know. If you really want to commit to something, you are all in. It's harder to leave it. You you kind of want to work it out the way God wants you to work it out. But if you're in it and y'all not married and y'all just kind of, you know, are, you know, doing kind of, you know, engaging in the benefits of marriage, but aren't taking responsibility for the the commitment, then it's easy to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you it. don't see the real value because it's like, why buy the cow? When I can have the milk, the milk for free. You know what I mean? And so. on top of that, you're paying every month yep. to, to like to give up a lot of the freedoms that you have. I guess people don't realize that um when you're when you're single meaning not married when you're single it's like okay this is a time for you to get everything together it's like but when you actually like start cohabitating like I said before you give up a lot of um you know, freedoms that you wouldn't normally have if you were married. And on top of that, you're paying for that. You're paying for someone to always be in your space all the time without a commitment. You're paying like $1,200 a month or upwards of what, $1,600 a month. There are some places like that in Mississippi that I like that. So it's like, yeah. This is real people, real talk. And what you're saying is like, that's, when you move in together before marriage, that's a big commitment without a big commitment. If you feel my truth. Yeah. And yeah, as, right. And as the older paper, older that's seasoned saints would say, um, this shacking up and I'm not coming off of George Mendel, but I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. For those that listen, you are setting yourself up for failure when you cohabitate 
Because the Bible says to give the devil no place. And if you go ahead and cohabitate, you're going to end up falling into all types of temptation. You're going to have sex. Right, exactly. <laughs> like you go, you go come home, you be stressed out, and she she's there. It's like, well, you know, you're already here. And so you're just setting yourself up for um, spiritual um, failure. So I have some Facebook friends and some Instagram followers who kind of joined this um, community discussion. They gave me their best relationship advice. So Marissa says, pay attention to patterns. Make sure you really get to know whoever you're dating. Um, take your time, exclamation point. And it says that people mm-hmm. tend to put on their best versions of themselves until they get comfortable. Now, another person, Seth, says, communicate, communicate, communicate. So, Jordan and Keetra, what does good communication look like as a dating couple? I mean, talk that talk. Communication means asking lots of questions and keeping it, um, keeping it, keeping the conversation level, keeping it at a um, at a really good, a really good volume. Because sometimes, uh, you know, you can ask questions in ways that come off judgmental. And that's a part of communication as well. The way you ask, um, the way you word things, um, because (laughs) I know we we talk about mental health a lot um, and trauma related things. Um, People have triggers. And you ever had anyone blow up on you for no reason? Like, it's like. You know, you don't know you said something that triggered them. So having a communication about their traumas and about uh, different things that bother them, certain words that um, that you can say with other people that you can't necessarily say with them. Um, I think knowing all of that and taking all of that into account, asking those questions and listening in a different way um, is really Really, me and Jordan are still um, working on building a uh, better communication. I, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing where we just master. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe that we're just going to get better and better and better yeah. and better. Um, but yeah, because yeah, communication is key. I mean, we're we're like we're doing the whole couples counseling thing now, and that's one of the so. biggest things. Um, and we're growing. I mean, I feel like I'm always I'm upset every week about something. <laughs> But um, we're growing in that, you know, being more clear about communication, being mm-hmm. like, you know, about what you want and what you expected, you Come know, and not yeah. being um, so, I guess, afraid of how it comes across to the next person. Yeah. Uh, when you're when you're talking about I'm doing this and this is what happened. And then, you know, because sometimes I feel like we opt out of certain saying certain things Me. to protect the other person or protect yourself from their emotions. But you really need to make sure you're saying everything Come on. that you meant, everything that you wanted everything so that, that everything that you feel um, so that so the that communication you, works. So mm. it works and you won't be at a disadvantage or still upset about something and they won't be at a disadvantage and upset about something that didn't that That they didn't didn't know that you didn't say, (laughs) you know, and then, but it's coming out in your emotions. It's like, wait, where's this coming from? Yeah. It's, it's really important. That's communication too. You really got to communicate and be thorough and be explicit and communicate. Explicit communication is so different. It's so different. Body language is communication. Yes. Everything. So yeah, it's, it's important. You know, it really is. That's good. 
So to the thriver that's listening, a lot of ask a lot of questions and do a lot of listening. Um, last comment. Rhonda said, get involved at a Bible teaching church and get in the life group, save money, enjoy all the people around you. So thinking about that comment, what does it look like to keep God first in your dating relationship? There are so many different ways to do it, but you need to know what you want and know what your end goal is. Um, and you really need to be responsible for your own walk with Christ. Come on. Um, that's how I feel like godly dating is maximized when you're not a leech, you know, but you know, you know what, who you are in Christ. Um, and you're not depending on the next person to be what you need them to be in Christ. Um, you're, you're an independent believer, independent thinker. And I think it'll make for a great relationship for godly dating because both of y'all know what's up, you know, Both of you all are where you want to be and with no compromise. And so it'll look like an array of different things, but you, you're sticking to your own guns as the believer because you're an individual first and then you're coming together because you, you like somebody. And so I think it'll look like it, it's not, it's no, it's no one way to date as a person, but I would say, um, you know, be the believer that you want to be and that, you know, God calls you to be as the individual. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll work out. It will. Um, yeah. Keeping the basic principles. Um, and like Jordan said, having your own individual walk um, with Christ um, and coming together too. Um, you know, having different Bible studies or, um, um, we usually go and attend the same church, me and Jordan. Jordan's mm-hmm. usually the mu- minister of music at whatever church <laughs> that we're at. Um, so um, that's one of the advantages, I guess, uh, that we have. We sing together um, different worship songs. And um, cool. yeah, I think that, um, yeah, and, I think that's kind of. And I feel like don't be a stick in the mud. Like y'all ain't got the. Everything got to be about God when you godly dating, you know, you can actually enjoy, you know, doing fun stuff. Yeah. And y'all not talking about God every conversation. Yeah. You can go <laughs> talk about different beach. stuff, you know, because yeah. I, I feel like sometimes sometimes we think we have to be monolith when we're Christians. And that's mm. just yeah. you can do fun stuff and, you know, and, and still, still live you know, golly, yeah, like, it does not have to be boring. I love that y'all said that because when it comes to golly dating, of course, you want to put God first in everything. As a pastor, I'm definitely going to say that. But also, as a young adult pastor, something that I wrote in my own job description, metaphorically, is to showcase to people that Christianity is not boring. Like you can have fun yeah. and be right. an interesting person, um, go on an adventure. Ha- yeah. Once again, have a lot of fun and still be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay. Oh it's it's not an either or. Oftentimes, I feel like church has gotten a bad rap where there's, you know, because of perception or reality, but like, man, church is boring and being a Christian is boring. It's just this religious to do list of what to do and what not to do, but it's fun serving the Lord. But that can be it is a whole conversation for another episode. Right. And so, like, Jordan and Keach, yeah. like, I've really enjoyed, um, as I say this 
because one of the byproducts of being a podcaster is like it gives me a, an excuse to have a conversation with people that I that I know and don't have a mm-hmm. chance to have these conversations on a regular basis. And so yeah. y'all have dropped so many um so much wisdom and gems for those that's dating and I really appreciate your time and of course this is like the flagship question I ask on every podcast um the little tagline from surviving to thriving. And so in 30 seconds or less, no pressure, how can people go from surviving to thriving? in their dating relationships listening and implementing the um the uh i don't know love languages yeah listening and implementing the love languages um and just because well you said 30 seconds or less i'm gonna shut up well yeah Uh, love languages heal from your past trauma um and um don't lower your standards either you don't Mm -hmm. have to accept everything but i know when you when you heal your standards actually go up um, and you know what you're not and you know what you don't want. Um, so know your, know yourself uh, and, and be a whole person and l- date someone who, someone else who is a whole person. Don't date anybody that's half, you know, empty or they're not where they need to be. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Be a whole person when you're dating. That'll take your every relationship up. The church in me wish I had an organ right now because y'all y'all yes, preach so. y'all preaching right there y'all save the mm-hmm. best for last and it all was good mm-hmm. and so Jordan Keitra thank you so much for joining the show today and and keeping thank it you. real. Thank you for Absolutely. having us. Thank you. Most definitely. And major thank you to the Thriver uh, for tuning in today and listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. As always, if you are enjoying this content, don't be stingy. Share this episode with a friend um, today. Go ahead and send them that link. So be sure to tune in next week. We are bringing you a real and raw panel discussion, and we're discussing all things singleness, how to maximize your singleness, and how to steward this season well. You don't want to miss it. Lastly, for real, we are concluding this episode a little bit differently today. We're going to conclude it with some tunes from our guest, Jordan Scott, titled Ain't Nobody Mad But The Devil. What you're going through is only for a time With the devil meant for evil got turning around It ain't worth being compared to your shine He's working everything out for your good Cause even when your back is against the wall He said he'd never leave you And he won't forsake you It's gonna get better All things work together Going to another level Ain't nobody mad but the devil, no It's your time, you go ahead and shine